0: Before we begin, I'd just like to say thank you to my friends at Hair Saloon for supporting this podcast and for providing space at their corporate offices to record it. Hair Saloon's mission has as much to do with the restoration of men as it does with the business of haircutting. They try to make a difference in the lives of the thousands of men who come through their doors each week. Hair Saloon is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and if you've ever been interested in running your own business and want to work with great people, I would highly recommend you check out the Hair Saloon Franchise Opportunity. Go to hairsaloonfranchise.com to find out more information. That's hairsaloonfranchise.com. Also, a quick reminder to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, and to please take two minutes to give us your review. And if you have a question or comment you'd like to share with our listeners, go to Suzanne at the Suzanne Show.com. Welcome back to the Suzanne Venker Show, where men and women are equal in value, but wildly different by nature. As always, I'm here with Andre Parity of Project Equinox, and today we're going to discuss what most women really want in a man and why it's harder than ever to find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, Andre?
1: Really, really good. Beautiful day in Los Angeles. Oh, you...
0: It's terrible I... here in St. Louis. It's it's, it's rainy and yucky and cold and wet. Ugh.
1: I don't mean to rub it in, but you know, I'm originally <laughs> Canadian, and so to me it's a gift every morning. Just
0: I get it. I get it. Never
1: get, I never get used to it. I never get used
0: to it. Awesome. I'm going to Texas Friday, so um that's there's, there's some beautiful temperatures coming my way down there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah so that's Texas
1: gonna be good. Is, this time of year, Texas is good.
0: Very good. Okay, so here's what we're gonna talk about, Andre.
1: Yes.
0: Did you know? She says <laughs> tongue she says tongue in cheek, <laughs> that men today get very mixed signals about what women want no (laughs) Um, poor men I really I mean seriously my heart just everything was so clear back in the day (laughs) and it's just so darn confusing the culture is telling them their masculinity is bad but they can see for themselves toxic right but they Mm -hmm. can see for themselves that women respond to men when they are manly so for example I have an email here from a gentleman named Philip, and it's, it's kind of long. So I just picked out the two, the two main areas that I thought um, were most pertinent. He basically says, dear Suzanne, I want to recapture what it means to be masculine. So he has this girlfriend, he says, and he, and that she has mentioned to him how he's always asking her what Mm -hmm. she wants and her permission. And, and such. This is what he's writing. And frankly, I'm always sick of reverting to that kind of puppy dog behavior. I want to lead. I want to be romantic and reliable, but I don't want to be a pushover. I hate the idea of being a doormat and always conceding to others, And I, but I feel that it's good to be considerate, but not too considerate. And I find it difficult to know where that line is. Where is enough enough to stop myself from going into a victimhood mentality or being afraid of the backlash rejection? I essentially want to be a badass without being a jerk about it.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 So
0: this is this is I mean, he's not alone. This is first of all, there are a lot of people who just wouldn't. First of all, there's a lot of uh, men I do hear from that say this exact same thing. And then I know there's for every one man I'm hearing this from, there's a 100 are just going to not ask me because it's too. Well, whatever the reason is, they're not going to ask. So it but it is there is no question that it is um, really, again, I think I used this word last time, and I'm saying again, like an epidemic because of what's going on in the culture yeah so let's recap to begin with the whole concept of polarity let's just start with that andre real quick before we get into answering that that uh, philip's question
1: okay polarity you know that's the dance that's a dance you know the the more opposite energy you bring together the more there's a pull it's funny because you know, I, I go to my gym and there's a bunch of big bodybuilder guys, right? big guys. You see the teeny tiny little cute little stuff having a girlfriend? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're so opposite. Yeah. right? You can see the magnetism in that. You know yep. what I mean? Now it's yeah. physically opposite but energetically as well opposite. Yeah. Not, you know? So not all the time. Sometimes they flip it. Some of those bodybuilders that are actually as big as they are can be soft and the little girls can be really tough. But again, polarity is the pull, right? That's like – the magnetism that brings people together. And so what happens is when we go in the 50-50 mode where, you know, you neutralize the polarity, you neutralize the masculine energy man into more feminine, and you masculinize an energy, you know, feminine energy woman, you neutralize the pull. And so like two magnets, you rub them together long enough, and they neutralize each other, they stop pulling. Yeah, You know, and good. that's the dance relationship, like, you know, and I say the dance because that is, again, the, the flip magic, right? And, Dancers together.
0: And the reason I wanted to start with that basic understanding is because when you keep that in the forefront of your mind, in my opinion, you take a situation like Phillips and he's saying, OK, she doesn't want this. She, he can see that when he's being too feminine, let's call it that, being uh, using yep. qualities that are feminine, she's pulling back and saying, no, I don't want that. Mm hmm. But then his question is, ultimately, okay, I hear that. I get that. What does it look like to be a strong, masculine man in my own right, but still be kind of a nice guy? And one of the things I always do when I get that question is, well, I like to really remove the word nice and replace it with kind because I think the nice guy is, is an actual syndrome where you know you're just oh, yeah. you're just too damn nice, and that's why you're not getting the girls kind of thing, and that's that's a no win situation. But mm-hmm. being kind is very different, in my opinion. So yeah. I like to replace it with that word because you certainly want all women want a kind man. They don't want an. I'm gonna say asshole. And we'll just see what happens.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Say 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 it again. Asshole. There you go. <laughs> um, you know how that feel?
0: It. <laughs> um, <laughs> Andre curses more than I do, everybody. So he's, uh, he likes to, you know, kind of loosen me up in that regard. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, that's the question. So I have this great um, phrase for what I think, what I don't think, I believe very strongly that women are ultimately looking for, and that Dude. is a saint with balls. Oh. And I'm going to tell you a little, <laughs> little quick story when I met my husband, and I guess this is how I came up with it eventually thinking about it in this way. But I remember very distinctly that that was the very first way I described him in my head. Like that's how I thought about him when I first was getting to know him is oh. that he's the best of both worlds because he's this strong, um, quietly confident, not, not banging not, uh, chest banging confident. Yeah. I do not even call that confident, but anyway, um, but he he really is a saint. I mean, he is a saint. Um, and I How mean, also well, so? I want to know okay. what that means. What it means, and I mean, I'm using it loosely. I'm not pie in the sky about it. But no, seriously, he's just amazing. Stock character, like you wouldn't believe. Like you you are so safe with him. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of your heart, your time, your body, your everything about him. You know, like he's got my back. He would kill anything that came across my path i know that he could you know unless i guess it were a big fat bear or a knife wielding crazed man i don't know but anyway he would try (laughs) he'd go down fighting he would would go down trying to save me that's for sure um so he is all these good you know generally good things but he (laughs) i mean i should qualify the sainthood a little bit i mean he's difficult actually too because he's um He's 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 fiercely independent. That's the bottom line. So independent that's, that you can't. That's
1: a man. That's I know. Well, man.
0: I know. I know. But he's he's really over. I mean, he's he he was raised. He's a child of divorce, and so he essentially raised himself. And so he doesn't like to be told what to do. And you can't, which I know that's very typical for a man, but it's really extreme with him. Like you literally can't tell him the slightest thing. And of course my way coming into the relationship was very much (laughs) telling people what to do. That's, that's what I was, I was raised to do that. That's just who I am and how I am. So it's, and it took us, you know, a long time to like calibrate that to use your word, which is where the alpha females guide came in and all of that. So all good now, but, but for a long time, we definitely, he just fought back against that. So my theory is that there's two ways when you're dealing with a woman who likes to be in charge of things. Men do either one of two things they either fight back and they're argumentative and telling you to stop, or they're like my father and he shuts down, he's passive. And um, you're going to get one of those two responses. And I got the former. So it, it sort of forced us to figure this whole thing out, which we did. But all of which is to say, I do think of him as a saint with balls, and I do think it's a very hard thing to find, and I feel very fortunate for that. I do think that that's ultimately what this gentleman, Philip, is asking. How can I be yeah. a really good guy but have balls,
1: too? What makes typically a man a good man is a guy who builds his character and knows who he is. Do you know what I mean? And this is something that comes with maturity and going after his fear fears and the stuff that he's uncomfortable with. Right? A man builds his confidence by pushing the boundaries, pushing, pushing the stuff you can't feel that he's really good at, right? So, so that's how you build. This is why, you know, teenagers jump off roofs on skateboards and bust everything. It's like there's a conquering of their fears in that, right? Like, And at that age, competing against other men, how can I compete with other men, right? So you do all that that stuff to sort of like break out of who am I, where do I fit in, right? Mm-hmm. So when a man builds his character like this, which is normal, and... That's how they find themselves and who they are. And when they get to a point where they have that mojo, you can't tell them much. You can't tell them anything, honestly, like your husband. When they found their way and they get – sometimes it takes a little while to get there. Yeah. Right? They're solid. So anything that you come at him with, he's not asking. He's figured it out. He's done it. He's got a way. He's got a system. He's This is, you know – and so when and you he'd come be the first him, to
0: say, sorry, he'd be the first to say that yeah. in his early twenties, he wouldn't have responded that way. And it, it, it wouldn't have worked between us at all. if we'd met in our twenties,
1: go ahead. Because he would have pushed yeah. harder. Uh,
0: no, because he was still working that out as to where he, right. it's okay to say no yeah. and then not be an asshole about it or whatever. So right. by the time yeah. I, he was 33, when I met him, so he'd kind of ironed He's, that out.
1: He was, he was grounded, yeah. you know, already himself and sort of gets more. So this is the ultimate masculine, right? Where you find your way and then you have. Some confidence no one can tell you what to do my dad was like this our president is like this right? like you can't tell him nothing <laughs> you see it yes but but look what he's yeah. conquered yeah. yeah you know like change the landmark in new york city president of the united yeah. states number one tv show for seven years like whatever yeah. this right. guy is this whatever he does he, he wins so like it or not so so these guys, you can't tell him anything. This is why as a woman, when you try to tell him that he's wrong, trying to give him advice, you're actually saying that he's wrong. Yeah. You give him advice when he's you're not invited. So instantly he's going to push back, right? Instantly he's going to push back. So there's a way of doing – asking for what you want to need as a woman. This is why women want men to be gentle and soft because they, they're easy to connect with. However, the ones that are easy to connect with don't make you feel safe because yes. they really can't protect you exactly. from the bear and the beast. Exactly. And, you know what I mean? So. Nature still wins here.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And then men, but the men are still asking, okay, what does that look like in real time? Because
1: culture says to be masculine is dangerous and toxic and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then what are you supposed to do? Because I'm compelled to do this. What happens is in our culture is because men are shamed out of going after their character and building themselves in a manly way, they don't do it and actually lose their own confidence. They don't get to their confidence. They don't get to build their character and they become noodly. Noodly. And women.
0: Oh, my God, yeah, noodly. That's a good noodley. word. I'm writing that down.
1: Noodly. Write it down. Noodly. Now, right? does that so, have an E-Y? <laughs> How
0: do you spell that?
1: But the, the problem noodley. with that, again, right? So they can't fit in with men. They can't compete with men. Other men don't really respect them, and women should not respect them.
0: I Stop right there because I have – let me read this yeah. other email from a gal named Pat who actually mm-hmm. wrote this on my Facebook page in response to something. She was actually trying to explain me and my what I was trying to explain oh. about this subject to this other person, and okay. she did such a great job. I, I <laughs> printed it out. Um, if you've ever been in a relationship with a passive man, these men are not actually happy or confident, and they know something is not quite right, but they don't know how to fix themselves. They're attracted mm-hmm. to strong women because they need to glom onto that energy they should have, but lack. Over time, they get resentful and more self hating because it's bad enough to be a weak male among males. But quite another thing, a worse thing, to be a weak male among strong females. A strong oh. woman will eventually develop contempt for a passive male, and then he will fight back in the only way he knows how, by becoming passive
1: aggressive. Yep. So
0: that's what it's you were that, saying, basically. That's
1: exactly what I'm saying. Like, if he doesn't get to build his character, he becomes a noodle, and a noodle, no one can respect him. Men don't like him because they can't do anything, and yeah. they can't They don't even. They can't step up, they can't hold their ground, they can't say, no, we're not doing that. Yep. Right. No, this is not appropriate. No, this is complete bull. Right. Like, no.
0: In fact, I'm glad you said the word anything. no, because that's oh, that was one of the reasons. That's one of the things I was going to say next is that integral uh, integral part of this whole uh, becoming in this way. This this Philip wants to become is the yeah. importance of saying no and being good with it. You have to be comfortable with that or and, and I should say until you're comfortable, I think, with that. Um, you're never really fully grounded in who you are. And I know this can be difficult for men with to do with a girlfriend or a wife. It, and let's be fair, Andre, right? Because it's different to say it in, in a work situation or even with your guy friends. Yeah. But it is hard for men because they do naturally want to make their wives they want them to be happy. And so well, it's natural women. for them yeah. to please them and say yes. Yeah. You know, it's a, real, it's a real thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. And another layer of this is that, you know, genetically, instinctively, it is anti instinct to to fight with your wife.
0: Yes, exactly. We, you know That's what, I mean? what like, I mean.
1: So our instinct is to provide and protect first. So when it goes sideways and she uh, 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 after him, like he, men can't even respond to that. They usually choke, right? Because we exactly. have no no muscle for that.
0: Yes. That's exactly what I mean.
1: Instinct, right? There's no the instinct is to suit. Okay, trying to make it work. Then trying to, you know, so then men will acquiesce, trying to keep the peace, mm-hmm. and and not able to fight back, not made to fight back with their wives, and then it goes down the toilet slowly because the more she takes over, the more she's mothering him, the more she's mothering him, the more he resents her, the weaker he feels, and then you know now we have this child with mama yep. energy dynamic sexuality, sensuality goes out the window. The marriage suffers, you know, and, and they usually fall apart.
0: And to me, there's really, I mean, you can, you know, I've, I have wrote a whole book to women specifically on what they can do on their end mm-hmm. to sort of keep this at bay, this negative dynamic at bay. But of course, men also need their message as to what they can do, such as learn to say no, things like that. Yeah, and yeah, then I, yeah. and then women can also learn to do their part by, for example, not arguing all the time i mean that's a perfect example just stop Uh, arguing all the time just say yes more than no you know i mean unless it's assuming he's not asking you to do something immoral or illegal just try to be more uh uh conciliatory and not argumentative
1: that's one but even if you want to give him mojo you know because a woman can absolutely you know uh as much as masculine men will make you feel feminine because you feel safe, right? When you're safe, you can actually allow yourself to be feminine. So, But if you don't feel safe with him, then you can't. So that same dynamic applies the other way around. So if you believe in him and put things back on his plate, and you go, you know what? You're going to work it out. Yes. You, you know, I trust you. you. You can do this, right?
0: We talked about and, that uh, last uh, week with the whole breadwinning right, thing. Yeah. Yep.
1: And his self-doubt gets alleviated that my mm-hmm. my woman believes in me. Mm-hmm. She's not telling me what to do. She's not mothering me. She's not pushing on me. She's not making me wrong. She's like, you know, babe, I don't want to handle this anymore. You do it. And I know you do a great job. And just do it your way. Bingo. Just like, put it back on him. That pumps him up. That actually means, phew, God. That's but like later, magic. Psychological, That's magic. Yeah. yeah. Well, because psychologically he thinks, Wow, she trusts me. Yeah. Right? Like so that self esteem that was missing mm-hmm. of being mothered, right? Also it's like it's up to him to be the man and work it out. So he feels like she trusts him, he feels like she believes in him. He feels like now, you know, she thinks I could do this, he goes and does it, right? And that's how a woman can help a man actually build himself back up. But, you know, the, 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 the challenge here is to catch yourself when he's not doing what you'd like him to do. That it would be better for the family, the unit, the relationship, whatever, is to criticize him or go after him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right?
1: So you have to catch that instinct mm-hmm. and go, oh, hold on a second, that's just going to create a fight mm-hmm. and I'm going to destroy him more. So how do I blow wind in his sails? Hmm, if he handles this for me, I'll feel great. Honey, you know, I'm going to let you do this for me. Thank you so much in advance. Like, blow the wind in his sail and watch him just now wanting to do it for you as opposed to fight with
0: you. I wrote down two events that I believe are keeping people from being successful in this, in what we're talking about with this dynamic, especially men. One I'm calling the man child syndrome. (laughs) Well, we all know that we are now dealing with, um, a a, really a crisis in our culture with men, not becoming men. And so, and so they're they're saying boys. In fact, I was listening to, um, a Dr. Laura of the, uh, what is it? call of the day. She has a call yep. of the day on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a one minute or five minute yeah. thing. And this 26 year old man, boy, he called himself mm-hmm. that. So I'm going to say that was living at home still ah. and didn't want to be, and wanted to understand why he can't get his mojo go going or what the hell happened. And she ended up asking him about his mother and it and, and you can tell the bottom line is she was purposefully trying to keep him a child by mm. not encouraging him. Well, remember how we talked about in the past how you know, basically women's job our mother's job is done at 12 and then you let them to the dad. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. 10. OK, 10. ten. Um, and I can see this very clearly because this is exactly what. I did, not because I was so wise, but because I, I picked up very quickly that my, my son was sort of done with me after those 12 years or 10 or 12 years, and that he was naturally uh, wanting to be with dad all of the time. Not so much now because he's 17, but for those years he was, and I could see that. And so I had no choice but to just step back and basically let my husband do most of the work, which Love is it. which has come out beautifully. But now I see this when listening to this call, this poor man had the opposite experience where he was very spoiled and whatever he wanted he could get he wasn't made to work he she just kind of kept him in boy mode and the father clearly checked out and was very passive and he was just now putting that together in his head when Mm -hmm. dr laura was spilling spelling it out for him and it was very moving and very hard i teared up at the end because this poor boy he's like i see it now i see it now and it just it just rocked his world to understand that it's not you it was sort of done to you and yep. now we need to so she suggested at the end that he go to his dad and ask him before he leaves home which obviously he needs to do um yep. and basically say to say to his dad i need you to teach me how to be a man yep. and that his father would just melt upon hearing that and we'll be glad and we'll gladly teach him
1: Ooh, yeah if that's a dad if that's the man for sure right? yeah
0: yeah so so um and, and that makes me think of um This other email I received, which is very similar to to that, Um, I don't have the name, I forgot to put the name down, but someone emailed me and asked, what about the men who don't want to be masculine? My husband was babied by his mom and sister, and now he has trouble taking control. I have to do everything, like take care of the car, pay the bills. He doesn't want to take responsibility for anything. He has anxiety and doesn't want to get a job to support the household, yada, yada, yada. Um, That, that. You know, he's a mom's boy, basically. basically a boy. boy. Yeah, he's a boy. He's a boy. Almost 100% of my coaching clients are struggling with the same dilemma. Their circumstances vary, but the underlying issue is the same. They're swimming against rather than with the biological tide. Out of fear of depending on a man, not just financially, but in any way, the woman has lost touch with her femininity and has supplanted the masculine role. In response, her husband has become either passive or argumentative. The result is a standoff. Resentment has set in, and the sex and respect are gone. These couples are right to be worried. The good news is, this is fixable. If you're single and struggling in love, or if you're married but feel frustrated and alone, I can help. Go to that's SuzanneVenker.com, that's dot rcom and click on the coaching button at the top. Once you sign up or send me an email, you will hear from me personally within 24 hours. Don't wait another minute to acquire the mindset you need to find love and to sustain it. It's so much easier than you think. That's SuzanneVenker.com.
1: Boy, and that that happens, right? Because sometimes, you know, this is part of the single motherhood mm-hmm. problem, right? So there's no male role models for these boys. They end up being raised by women who role model them feminine.
0: Yep.
1: You know, and being how else men- they do it? They happy. only
0: know their own. Of way. First. right.
1: But they, they become sweet boys and passive and all this. So they can't find their character. They can find themselves. They can, not they can, they can, and they actually are used to women doing anything for them. So they're actually looking for women to do everything for them. They want yeah. mothers. They're also, you know, that's not also a, a good life because it puts the mother, the woman, in the masculine all the time. And he never gets to step up. He never gets they religious allergic to work. They want to be comfortable. They don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to do what it takes to get ahead. They just don't. They're, they're ultimate feminine.
0: And so it's they're terrible. fighting again. I mean, because this type of thing, again, going back to Philip's original question, how do I be essentially what he's saying, a saint with balls? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, that. I think that's something that a man could have struggled with easily even 50, 60, 70 years ago. It's just that now with this added component of single motherhood and or female dominated homes where the woman doesn't let the child, the son grow up or hand over the reins to the dad or whatever. um, Now they're really entrenched in it. I mean, they're really lost as to where what does again, I go back to the original question. What does that look like? So can we let's talk about something on a Okay. A real time basis of like, what does that look like? Give miss a scene where a man is showing his strength while also being kind and not an asshole.
1: Anything. Oh, can think let me of? see. A scenario. I could show you what I do with my wife. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. You know, because again, you know, if if you're masculine as a man, you know, often. To be masculine, to have balls, to have testosterone pumping through your veins creates a, a, a pulse of light. There's a pushing and a comp- competing and a getting things done. There's a, like, I'm a, I'm a, I have a hyper energy to me. I'm always, ah, I'm yeah. always, always, right? Which is exhausting sometimes for women to deal with. It's overwhelming sometimes to deal with. And because of that, I'll be at times not necessarily aware completely, I must say mostly completely unaware that I'm too big, I'm too loud, I'm too pushy, I'm too controlling, I'm too uh, uh, arrogant, I'm too, 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 too. Like add anything you want from the body, masculine yeah. body, led by testosterone. So the magic is not to shame that, but to calibrate that, right? That's my whole dance. So to be masculine all across the board is too much. Right, And so how do you negotiate that as a woman? You have to ask respectfully a, an altering of. So I'll give you an example that works really well because every, every woman can relate to this. And I have another example about my wife. But you know how you get in the car and the guy drives – like a douche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every woman in the world can relate to that. You're like, what the hell, right? I have a crazy car and it goes really fast, so I'm the worst, and I'm and I'm aggressive naturally. So on the road, oh lord, right? The car's aggressive, it goes fast, and so do I. So for the passenger, my wife, often is very stressful to sit mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. She's 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 holding onto the, G- <laughs> the, yes. right? mm-hmm. the Jesus bar, right? She's <laughs> hanging out there Jesus bar, you know, of the ceiling. She breaks for me, right? She'll sometimes catch her breath because it's very different when you're in the passenger seat than you're in the driver's seat. In the driver's seat, you have the the wheel, you have the brakes, you have the car. You can feel the the control. You can feel the control. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm weaving back and forth, right? That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So what happens typically, What's a typical example is that the woman gets angry because she's scared. And then she goes, you know, you drive too fast. and You make me scared. I need to slow down, down, down. Right? So start going after him. Because he's doing her wrong, because now she's scared or uncomfortable, whatever. Try this instead. So that's disrespect to a guy. It's always like, what the hell? I know the road, mm-hmm. I know my car. We we'll oh just sit God. there, you don't know, it duh, right? So like mad. you see it. Yes. Right? Check it, flip it the other way. This is how you respectfully ask for anything, by the way, but I'm using this example respectfully for a man to respond and bring out the nice guy in him. Or not the nice guy, the kind, the guy. Mm-hmm. kind guy in him, right? Because <laughs> again, sometimes it's not obvious, it's in there. So you would get, before getting in the car, my wife has done this to me, by the way, you know, and I taught, I taught her this, the principles, yeah. and it was amazing when she put it in my face one day. I'm like, I had to laugh and I'm like, damn, that works so yeah, well. Yeah,
0: right. And you can't, ha- you, you have to make sure it works. Otherwise you have to eat your words, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. But it just, yeah, you know. It just does. So she's like, <laughs> she'll do this, when we, whatever. She'll get in the car and she goes, before getting in the car, she goes, I know you're a really <laughs> good driver. And I know you would really like to drive fast and you know the car is tight and, you, you know, it's fine, you know. However, you know, when you get excited driving, I get scared. Mm-hmm. And when I get scared, it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. And when I'm angry, I don't treat you very well. and It kind of ruins our day. So she says, so just for me today, would you mind just easing up on the gas and just not be so weavy for me today just so that I can enjoy the day and the date with you? What do you think about that? <sighs> I'm done. You're jello. I'm done. You become noodling. So completely, but it's appropriate noodling. Appropriate, right, exactly. But you, you see it though, yeah. instead of saying went after me but like my mom and yeah. yelling at me or she's kind right. of frustrated, which I'm just gonna push right back, right? Because well, you don't I, I've right?
0: actually graduated from getting upset to just saying absolutely nothing, but I'll grab the side quietly. Like I don't even say anything, I'll yes. just grab it. <laughs> and he looks over and he's like have I ever hurt you? Have you ever been in an accident? Will I ever? I will never and it's I don't even speak, you know. So just he knows It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter, right? Now another thing that she does, she's hysterical. Now I seriously if you if you like remember to do this with him, with your boy, with anybody, with any guy okay. you know when guys we get all like bum bla 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 bah right? Like we get big and excited and you know, that guy's a freaking blah blah right like yeah. when we go off, right? Which right. is so uncomfortable, whether we. would You know, Mm -hmm. angry somebody at something. For me in traffic, again, the same thing, because my car is supposed to go faster than anybody else. If you get in my way and you're a bad driver of putts, like I'm, you know, I'm cursing in the car. Again, more, another layer, another layer of discomfort for her.
0: Yeah, I hate it. So get
1: this, ladies. (laughs) Right. So get this. Try this. This is so much fun. Okay. (laughs) So instead of going, can you please, right? Uh Because you can't, Uh because it's not going to help. He's not going to hear you. He's actually getting mad. Join him. Okay, jo- I've never done that. It is the funniest thing in the world. Like, every time I start, that dude, get the hell out of my way. She's like, yeah, you bustle. Get out of this way. And we lose our mind laughing. Like, it's because now That's she's funny. making fun of me, but she's actually joining me and showing me what I look like. Oh, my God. And it just, just, like, it's just just the whole thing falls apart. It's funny as hell. I burst out every time and I go, all right, good one. Thanks. And I shut up, right? Because like, it's so, like, so oh, she wow. jumps right in. You can do this with anything, oh, by a... the way. It works. Yeah. She goes off. Join okay. in. And watch how funny that whole thing falls apart instantly. and You laugh your head off.
0: That is a tactic I've never tried. I'm gonna do that. Try,
1: try. It. Okay. Hysterical.
0: So, 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 one event is this this man-child syndrome of being raised in this um, new culture where masculinity is either, um, you know, to- told where they're either told outright that masculinity is terrible, or they just quietly subdue their masculinity in the raising of the boys. Whichever. So that's a yep. whole cultural thing that men are up against. The second thing, of course. Drum roll, of course, feminism. Oh. My favorite oh. subject, um, yeah. because th- this really cannot be understated. Because th- the whole feminist premise is "I am woman, hear me roar," and patterning your patterning or encouraging women to pattern their lives after men's and to be more masculine. Right. Um And that and of course, millions of women jumped on board and and listened. Right. So then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have this culture of women who are not acting like um feminine women, but like masculine women. And then men naturally respond to that by like you were saying before, they don't want to fight. So they'll pull back. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. You want to be the man, be the man. And that's yep. what they're doing at large now. Culturally, they're just letting the women rise up and they just say, OK, I'll step back. And that is. That is such a huge factor, probably maybe even bigger than the first one. I don't know. Maybe they're similar in in percentages. But at any rate, we're up against something so big, I should say men specifically, that they don't know, especially now with the Me Too movement, so they don't know when to speak, when not to speak, when to step up, when not to step. It's just this murky, horrible area. And so, all too often, there are men who are falling in love with feminist type women, and they are letting them lead and mm-hmm. and that that and and you know that as we talked before, Andre, that works for a while, you know like it, okay,
1: you while. know for
0: a while for a while, and even if even after you get married and have kids, it might work for a little while. It, you might yeah. not be so aware of it, but mark, my our words, <laughs> give it ten years, that ain't gonna work
1: ten years. Ten that's years. Ten yeah. years. Yeah, it's a standard about ten like, years. Yeah, breakup line. Yeah, agreed. Amazing.
0: Um, so I'm writing something about Prince Harry right now because
1: <laughs> oh, I, yeah.
0: I happen to think that's exactly what's happening to this young man who has fallen, uh, who's besotted with his feminist wife, and he, so much so that he's going <sighs> wherever she tells him to go and leave his family mm. and 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 all the whole nine yards. Now he'll he'll tell you that he's a feminist too, and I've seen a lot of millennial men who are very proud of this. Right. I mean, really, <laughs> we talked about this so proud that if they were sitting here right now with us, they would think that we're these old fuddy duddy, clueless yep. people. Right.
1: Yeah, Clu- Cause they're
0: so yeah. woke and they're so, um, they're just going to do it so much better than, than we did we're or we so are, ahead. um, so ahead. And, um, mm. they believe it, you know, they really are. And it makes me yeah. sad for them because I know 10 years from now, they are not going to be so into it anymore because it's going to be yeah. turning on them.
1: Yeah. Oh God, that hurts just to think about because it, it's coming for them, right? Yep. It's it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna and, be
0: terrible. And it's just you and you. Oh God. I mean, I've seen it. I see it. I I I. And you can't really explain it to people who don't follow that logic, or if they, it's almost like you either see it or you don't. There's not a lot of middle ground sure. there. And so sure. if I were to try to explain it to someone I know who's in the relationship like that. And, and they're and they're in it full throttle at that moment, they're not going to believe me. You know, yeah. 10 years from now they might.
1: Yeah, I have guys yeah. telling me stuff like, you know, when I start saying about, you know, strong independent women who control everything and they're so masculine and, you know, you can't, you know, like how do you step into that because, you know, she's your mother and, you know, that's usually why these women have a hard time finding men, especially yep. older, later in life. And guys will tell me stuff like, I love a powerful, strong woman. Yeah. I love a powerful, strong woman. <laughs> and I go, and so what do you do? Well, I, I write songs right now. I'm trying to get on YouTube. And you could laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Laughing. It's always that. You I know mean, what I mean? They're so feminine and passive. Of course, they like strong, powerful women because the are the women who will produce and take care of them. Again, back to taking care of them. They want to be comfortable. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to be pushed. They don't want to be... God, imagine not wanting to be uncomfortable. This is when you learn, right? You learn Mm -hmm. everything in life by stepping out of the box. Mm -hmm. So if you as a man, especially, right, you have to conquer yourself and conquer and push through all your challenges, all your fears, and go make something yourself. And the more bigger you want to be, the more you have to push and fight and conquer to think, I don't want to be comfortable. Uh, I don't want to be uncomfortable. Like, you're done, right? You're done.
0: And that's another aspect of this. I keep coming back to this. Philip? Uh, guy, but that's the other aspect of his email where he said, you know, what do you do with men who act in their feminine and their girlfriends are controlling and or how do you not, you know, he's he wasn't referring necessarily to himself, but he has seen that a lot and again, wants to avoid that. So what are some steps you could and I think it's better coming from you than me, because for this particular topic, you're the man. So I think it should come from you. What are, let's say, three things you would say to a young man like Philip, who Mm -hmm. is coming to you and say, you know, I've got both, both these sides of me, but I want, I want to make it work so that I'm not the pushover, but I don't want to be the asshole. What, what would you tell him to do?
1: Well, this mostly is triggered by a lack of confidence, right? This is the base of their problems. They don't have confidence. So they let others do it. And the women run them over and tell them what to do. And somehow He thinks because he doesn't really know who he is. He has no confidence. He can't really push back because he doesn't know, right? So find something in the world that you could conquer, step in, that will give you confidence, like something, right? Now, one that I find really amazingly powerful is martial arts. Yeah. When a guy learns to fight or box or take a punch, and be in competition that way with men, but it's a friendly competition. It's like they'll teach you and train you to become a boxer, a jujitsu, you know, master, right? Like anything martial arts see, right? I've seen it with little, little kids, I've seen it with little kids, like little like eight year old kids in a martial arts class within nine months of standing like this. He,
0: yeah. You can't see it everybody, but he's he's standing up Plus you got,
1: know, he got, he, he got, yeah, right?
0: and standing up straight and with your shoulders back and
1: little eight-year-old kids, yeah. eight kids who are just little instead kids instead of are slouched weak. i hate slouched well, they're, they're weak in the world yeah. already there's just little kids yeah. That's yeah. smaller than everybody right, right. Everything's, everything's bigger than them but all of a sudden in that realm within nine months or so mm-hmm. they have enough knowledge and sort of mojo they could take somebody down <laughs> in a schoolyard if somebody was messing with a girl because mm-hmm. that's what they're trained to do right is step in when somebody else needs to step in step in when it's appropriate step in to make something stop okay. something stopping bullying right so that's what they're trained for so they're, they're not trained to fight; they're, they're, they're trained to stop, you know, madness and appropriately be protective of everything, everyone. So I'm saying, in nine months, you see little bodies go because <clears throat> at that age, they know how to take somebody down, they make it, and make things stop. And as this continues, you know, then again, not in ten years, not in five years, in a, you know, a couple of years, like you land into. I'm capable, Mm -hmm. I can defend myself, I can defend Mm -hmm. myself against other men, I can, oh, that's a way to build confidence. That's one way that I know. The other way would be to basically anything that makes you uncomfortable, go and do it. Because as you step out of your comfort zone, you will be uncomfortable, but then this is how you, like, you learn, you you know, you don't grow when you're comfortable, you only grow when you're uncomfortable. So if you're scared of speaking in public, go speak in public. Yeah. Yeah. If you scare, if you scare a up to a woman and ask her a phone number, go ask her a woman mm-hmm. for your phone number. It'll suck, mm-hmm. you know, but then eventually it won't. Like, right. You know. You have, yeah. You, have, you, you could practice anything. One guy that I work with, he, he was lucky enough that he was local to me. Um, <laughs> I made him God. Raised by an overdominating mother, passive daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the age of thirty, was still living at home in the bedroom that he was born into. Zero confidence, zero mojo, didn't know where he was going, didn't know what he was going to do with his life, didn't know what he's good at. He never got to do anything. You know, he actually, had, And he ended up getting stuck uh, watching a lot of inappropriate stuff on the computer because
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he had and the time and so, the same. Yeah. What else
1: do you when you're bored, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, decided he had to break out of this, you know, comes after me, whatever. So <laughs> for him, because his mind was so jello as far as, like, strength and power yes. and being uh-huh. uncomfortable and stepping into doing something that like he we started from almost nothing with him like zero at 30
0: okay
1: i, I dragged him to the gym with me every day mm. his job was to show up at the gym with me and i would beat him with weights i would beat him with lifting weights he went from skinny awkward new guy in the gym within two months I actually that became the place where he's the most comfortable in he, he he lost and gained weight at the same time. He lost weight and gained muscle. He started standing up straight. His body changed. Like, the, the, his mm-hmm. confidence, right? Because mm-hmm. his body was stronger. Mm-hmm. His back was stronger. We did everything. He started standing up straight. He, was, he became two inches taller. It was incredible, right? And what I did is the chemistry of his body, as I'm building his muscles, right, actually changed the chemistry of his brain.
0: Yeah, Right. He ended, up,
1: he ended up building confidence that way. He could walk in a room straight up. You know, he could compete with the other guys in the gym and actually play with them. Something he never could do, right? Even like being with man, like he was so disconnected. And I saw this guy change. But I literally used his body to get to his brain, and then get his mojo going on. Where what do I do with all this energy? Go to work. What do you want to do? Get, you know, and he started a new business, and like it was fantastic. He's oh now my God.
0: That's flying. A great story. He's
1: flying. He's flying. He's flying. He's got his own business that he's building, and he's got another thing that he's, he's doing a grandiose thing that he wants to do. Like as this business gets gets more successful, but like this is a guy on track all of a sudden. And the funniest thing, because he's really mousy. or he was very mousy, yeah. tall, yeah. tall, yeah. but very mousy. And again, we have the same circle when we get to the gym, the like women are regular women are around. And at, at one point, this is like I want to say maybe four or five months into into his transformation, physical transformation that changed his entire being. One other girl who's a regular <laughs> walks by me and she's like, What's up? What's up with him? I go, What do you mean? She goes, I don't know, but like like I'm attracted to him right now. I've never seen him. like. I've never seen him. Like she was, what's going on with like, she thought something was, you know, and she felt different yes. being around him. She, yep. she saw him daily, yep. like, you know, and she's like, what's it? I'm like, Oh, well, he's becoming a man. She goes, it's, I can feel it. You I can I kinda, feel it. I'm and attracted to him all of a sudden. It's
0: so, Boom. it's so, um, primal, you know, like yeah. I always say it's a difference. I make, you know, I, <laughs> I have a running thing with my husband because, um, I think it's terrible that people, that men don't wear suits anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and women agreed. don't wear dresses because right. I think those two things bring an automatic, not only respect, but craving, you know, like desire, just desire. So whenever he puts on a suit, because he doesn't have to do that every day, like most men don't today, yeah. I'm telling you, it is immediate. It is so immediate <laughs> that if the poor guy, if he could wear it, he probably just should put it on every day if he wants to, you know, have a little, you know, what every right. single Fine. day, because it probably right. would happen.
1: Right. That's right. It's simple, it, right?
0: It's simple. It's just the way you present yourself. It's not that i trying to do, I want to try and do anything. It's just natural. It's right. just a natural reaction to it, physical.
1: So response. is what you consider when you're against polarity again, right? Yeah. So when you perceive him as masculine and studly, all of a sudden he's very sexy.
0: Yes. Whereas if he's sitting in his sweats, which, you know, everybody should be able to sit in their sweats in their own home. Don't of get course. me wrong. But. If he's wearing that all the time, or if he's, you know, I'm not going to be attracted to him in that same way. There's after,
1: a I mean. And again, you know, and the thing is also polarity energy, right? Yeah. When I put my $1,000 suit on, I'm standing here differently in front of you.
0: No question. No You question. know what I mean? Like, I you're am. You're going to feel it, like, it, and it. Yeah.
1: I am James Bond. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I, boom. And I'm I sure I open the door that way. I get in the car that way, right? And same with the woman when you're in a nice, beautiful dress and heels dress or
0: whatever. Yeah. That absolutely. makes you feminine.
1: Like, so you're increasing polarity on both sides just by playing into that dance. So like,
0: think about that's what I mean by think about when everybody wore dresses and suits. That yeah. there was so much more going on there, right? Between men and women that doesn't exist today. That yeah. just that alone, and I know this is never going to happen again. We're not going to be dressing like that, but it, I'm just using as as an example of showing you how it, why it was that way, and how yeah. and how it's designed to be, you know. And we just killed Ooh. all that. We just killed it. Yeah. Um. So just to sort of encapsulate everything, um, I th- this topic is somewhat sim. Well, it is similar to what I did a couple of months ago with G.S. Youngblood with his book, The Masculine in Relationship. And I think I've referred to that a couple times. And mm-hmm. that was a deep dive into his, his book. Um, and in that, I just want to recap what we're talking about today using his blueprint, which I thought was really great, to go back to, um, the to circle back to um, Philip's question. Mm-hmm. His blueprint provided three things for men. One was to respond rather than react to women. To provide structure and to create safety. I'm going to say those three things again. To respond to women and not react, which I'll explain in a minute. To provide mm-hmm. structure and to create safety. Those three things, he mm-hmm. this is what he came up. This is what he came up with yeah. as a result of learning yeah. this the hard way. Yeah. Once you've once you're able to do that for a woman, you will naturally be living in your masculine core and she will be responding to you. Exactly the way you want her to respond and she right. will be thrilled with you. And the less you move away from those three things, the more negative response you're gonna get from her. And yep. so it's it's a good way to again calibrate and figure out where you are with that. Um yep. the, the responding versus reacting was is just instead of meeting her at her level when she gets excited or emotional, you don't meet yep. her, you stay, you don't do that. You don't you don't you're, react to you're it. the
1: rock. You're the rock. You're the rock. Don't move.
0: And then the structure is: you don't ask her. This goes back to Philip's question. Don't ask right. her where she wants to go or what to do, or ask her permission ever. Provide the structure, not in a demanding "This is what we're gonna do," and I said it. But right. I made a reservation for blank here. You know, this is this is where we're gonna go. Off. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not. It's leading. It's not um, ordering around. I know there's a better word for that. Yeah, yeah. And then create safety is this just simply living. And you're, like we were just describing, being a man instead of a boy, you have a job, you have purpose and all of that.
1: And you as long as you're your doing stuff.
0: those things, you will find that that whole question about how to be a good guy or nice guy while also be masculine, I think will kind of come more naturally.
1: Straight up. And I really say that for me, for my man, this is what I say. Handle your stuff. Handle your life. and know your business. and know your job. Handle, get ahead, push, lean in. Conquer yourself, all that will give you confidence and a sense of who you are because also until you find your mojo, you don't really know what you have to offer. So yeah. it takes a while, right? Yeah. You have to build yourself up. Build yourself up. Stay uncomfortable. Find your way. Get out of your head, you know, what what guys that are stuck usually do. They overthink what they should do. And then that they get stuck in their heads. and yeah. don't do anything. Yes. Stop thinking, start doing. Yes. Life will show up in front of that. Like this decision, that decision, not sure. Pick one. And if it's the wrong one, really quickly, oh, that's not going to work. And you go back to the other one. Right. right? And you, you you bump your way through, you're finding your way, but you have to move and push and conquer and keep challenging yourself, period. That's right. It.
0: And it's not about and, no, And it's not about not Always being sure of yourself. You're supposed to have all the answers. That's not it. You can screw it up and just get right back on the the, yeah. the treadmill as opposed to falling down and, you know, not being able to get back up again. It's well, not about f- being flawless.
1: Well, no, no. There's no such thing, first of all. And yeah. second, you know, the idea of like some people get stuck in being perfect before they try or do something. Yeah. Well, per- perfection only comes by practicing. So to get to perfection, you have to bump, fall, Fail, scratch, yep. Fail, yep. fail, yep. fail. You do. Yep. go, wow, okay, I got this. So not, let's, not do, let's not do that again. Get up and move on, right? And this is how you get to perfection. You have to do life to get to do the life. good life. Do Take life. It. I like that. So I'll, I want to give you an example of the way I set up stuff with my wife for dates. Okay. Because I think it's really fun because it flies in the face of how they train men our days and, you know, even okay. me back in the day. So. They, what's happening in our culture is everything masculine, which is assertive, right? Forward, leaning in, right? Like making plans. For yes. a woman, is is, yes. non, is is rude. It's totally rude, right? Yeah. They do not make plans. They Don't tell me what to do, right? Yep. I don't need, right? So men have learned to, like you said, push back, and they they go. So where do you want to go eat? Yeah. So what kind of movie you want to see? Uh, what kind of food you hair? Right? They're trying to be polite. They've been shamed out of being masculine, so they're trying to be polite. Yep. they yep. not mess, you know, make her mad. Not knowing that women hate that. Right? I've had people rooting an evening because she picked, you know, he's like, what kind of movie do you want to see? She picked the movie. The movie sucked. So on the on the way out of the theater, he's like, that would be really sucked. What a waste of $18. And she got all mad at him because she was displeasing to him because she picked the movie. Right? So when you put it on your woman, you make her masculine. The problem is if that decision displeases you, it'll ruin the evening. right? So... Don't you ask her what she wants. You're putting it in masculine. You want a woman on your arm. Don't. Ah, interesting. I've never thought of it that way before. Right. What are you going to say?
0: I was going to say that I've had a man when I told them that I've had a man say, well, I tell her what we're going to do. And then she says she doesn't want to do that. What right. do I do? Well, like, you know, that's, like that's yeah. this
1: woman is a man. then, yeah. So <laughs> she she doesn't get that. You know, if she undoes his plan, then he's going to stop making plans. Yeah. So she's shooting herself in the foot. You can't do that. So obviously we're dealing with people that are smart enough to understand why this is working better in the dynamic created. Yeah. As a woman, as a woman on a date, you don't want to be the man. So this, you want them to make the plan. So this is what I do with my wife now, which is like, I have <laughs> been thinking like, this is okay. Like, it's not going to be rude. Okay. So I'm down to, I make the plan. All right, so check it out. It goes like this. So babe, Friday night, 7 p.m., we get in the car, you know. Um, we're going to Italian, wear some salsa sauc- shoes, something sexy, and uh, I'll get you homesick and and she's like, ah, <laughs> right? And then what I do to not be the jerk, right, because I'm making a plan, uh-huh. and so I'm asserting, asserting the plan. Boom, this is uh-huh. what we're doing. I'm uh-huh. just asking you, what I'm telling you, yeah. right? right? So it's, it's assertive. It's fantastic. And then the last line is, how do you feel about this? Mm. This is the kind part. That's
0: very good. That's that's she, the, oh my gosh, she, what a great closing to this whole conversation that's perfect that's perfect
1: that is like masculine with a, with a heart right how do you feel like about that. the plan like and then that. she could say well I don't really feel like Italian is that okay mm. right not say just she doesn't get to undo the plan or not go with the plan she mm-hmm. gets to tweak it you know I've had people say something like. That's fantastic. Can we – I just don't – I don't want to be home too late because I have yeah, to work tomorrow. Right, right. Right? Okay, so we'll leave. We'll, instead of 7 o'clock, I'll change to 6. Like, you Yeah, took yeah, the plan. Good. Alter the plan. She's comfortable, but make the freaking plan. Mm-hmm. Announce the plan. Mm-hmm. It's very sexy because you took time and energy to plan something for her. Very flattering on the feminine, which very. they don't teach us no. when, when they say no. don't do anything. And be kind enough to go, how do you feel about this? And let her adjust it. Boom. Solid.
0: Fabulous. I love it. That is such a perfect ending to this conversation. I love it, Andre. Great example. I love examples. Examples are so important.
1: Yeah, it takes it home.
0: Yeah, it does. Okay, well, I hope we answered Philip's question, if he's listening. (laughs) That was a long answer to the question, but that was great.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: Yeah, I think so. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Suzanne Venker Show. Don't forget to tune in next week when Andre and I discuss the topic of married
1: sex, which
0: sounds sort of open-ended, but you're going to have to tune in to to hear what we talk about. Nice. And if you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a question or comment for me, go to Suzanne at the com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week.